0: Welcome to the Genealogy Gems Podcast, providing quick and innovative ways to make the absolute most out of your research time, and creative ideas for sharing and displaying your family history. I'm your host, Lisa Louise Cook. edition of the Genealogy Gems podcast, we are hitting the road and heading to Southern California, which recently hosted the Southern California Genealogy Society Jamboree in Burbank, California. Before the official presentations began, a group of budding genealogists met up on Thursday afternoon at Kids Camp, and the director of the program, Charlotte Bocage, issued me a very special invitation to come on down and see what they were up to. Now, I can't guarantee that you'll pick up an amazing tip on this episode that's going to break down one of your notorious brick walls. But I can guarantee that you will be impressed and inspired by these kids. I know I was. Many were there to work on their genealogy scouting badge. Some were younger siblings along for the ride. And there were even some parents and grandparents there taking it all in and making a few discoveries themselves. One of the most important being how much joy can come from sharing family history with the kids in their lives. So grab a lemonade, go sit out on the front porch, plug in your MP3 player, and kick back as you take in the energy and inspiration of Kids Camp. Hi,
1: this is Kim. This is Kim von Aspirin Parker. And I write Les Maisons du Champ my blog and through the genealogical Speakers Guild I volunteered to help with the kids camp and I'm having a blast I don't know about the kids but I'm having a great time.
0: You got a lot of kids
1: here We do there's uh, we expected 35 I think we have over 50.
0: Wow I do. I see a lot of scouts, I see a lot of um, the red, uh, what do you call it, neck scarf, and and I guess they're working on their badges, is that what this is for? We have a few Girl Scouts. Um, I know in the Boy
1: Scouts they have a merit badge that they can earn in family history, and um, they have to do all kinds of things. They have to fill out a timeline about either themselves or someone else, and uh, place themselves into historical context. And we have interviewing. They interview a family member and learn about grandpa's stories. And they have all kinds of things they have to do to fulfill that married badge.
0: That looks to me like they um, brought their parents with them, which is really great. This was not a just drop your kids off for two hours and get some free babysitting. This is interactive.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, they they had to come either with a parent or a scout leader and, and so that they all have somebody here supervising them because there's no way we could watch 50 kids. <laughs>
0: Well, and they're really keeping them focused and interacting with them and giving them somebody to to interview. So what do you think? This is the precursor to the major jamboree, um, a different group, very different age demographic. Well, you know, we're hoping to promote genealogy and have
1: them grow up loving it. And uh, I think a few of these will. You should see some of these kids have walked in with um, portfolios, basically. I mean, these wonderful photo albums that they've done that have timelines in them and pictures of themselves and their family members. And they're just amazing.
0: I I don't see moaning and groaning or they look interested. I mean, they look like they're they're focused on what they're doing they're not here unwillingly <laughs> yet yeah, there's a couple of teenagers
1: who maybe are you know a little trying to act cool and you know this is boring stuff but but for the most part they're all still filling in their forms so
0: oh, i wonder if they saw uh i guess on vh1 recently they had 50 cent the rapper and he did his it was like a who do you think you are but it was vh1 that was doing it and i was thinking this is going to appeal to a whole new audience these younger folks who think that this doesn't apply to them. There was 50 Cent on TV for an hour going around uh, South Carolina and finding his roots. Oh yeah, that would be cool. (laughs) I didn't miss, I didn't see that one, but that would be very, very cool to see. Well, so here, you said that they're learning how to do some of the interviewing. What do you want them to walk out of here with? If they don't do anything else, what would you like to see them have?
1: Um, basically, probably a little better understanding of their place in a historical context, like um, the timelines they had to fill out, made sure that they knew, okay, did uh, a presidential election happen in there? Did Was there any terrorist event go on in your lifetime? And then they all went, oh, well, yeah, 9-11. So they could place themselves in a historical context. They also had to write a Little biography based on that timeline, so they they get a taste of what family history is—not just the genealogy, not just names, dates, when who was somebody was born or married—but actually getting to know people in their family, their parents or their grandparents, and that's the interviewing technique too is based on that. And so the kids are getting a taste of of making their
0: life into a narrative.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I imagine this may change also how they see future history classes, just knowing that um, history happens. Every day and that we're all part of it. Oh, I hope so. I hope so. From here on in, maybe they'll start thinking, oh, I was there then, you know. All right. Well, so the, the main jamboree launches tomorrow. What are you going to be doing, Kim, this weekend?
1: Oh my gosh, what am I not doing? Let's see. (laughs) Um, I'm going to classes. That's the main reason I come. I come to so many conferences and I learn so much every time. I always take away something. And uh, I meet wonderful people and um, get to network and talk to other bloggers and we're having a pajama party. (laughs) And um, we're just, and there's live broadcasts to go to and I'm volunteering at
0: booths and uh, yeah, I don't think I'm sleeping. I think I forgot to schedule that in. (laughs) It's like one big party, and it's so much fun, because I mean, I walked in the door, and Elise just came running at me and gave me a big hug, and I thought, that's what is so fun about Jamboree, is that, you know, if you have to invest a couple of visits, you really start to feel like part of the family. This has got to be, I go, like I said, I go to a lot of conferences.
1: I go to NGS, I go to FGS, I go to Jamboree, I go to a couple of institutes, and this has by far got to be the most fun. Um, the classes are comparable to anything I see on a national level, and i just, I'm always so excited to come to this one. It's just, it's just like, coming to see old friends and and just having a good time, and I get to learn something on top of it. So
0: I'm curious, finally, what would you attribute that to? What do you think they've got, that they're doing different here? We don't feel it quite in other places. I think, I don't know, I think it's a, a relaxed atmosphere, and even though the,
1: the work that is presented in all the presentations is is uh equal top notch yeah to anything you might would find anywhere else there's not that um feeling of i don't know um shh don't talk you know (laughs) it's just it's more relaxed that's Mm -hmm. the only thing i can attribute it to
0: sounds great well funny that we only live about an hour and a half apart we have to come down to la to see each other but nice to see you kim thanks so much nice to see you too lisa have a great
3: day tell me your name. Kenton Luck.
0: And Kenton, how old are you? 11. So I see that you have a scout uniform on. Uh, I assume you might be working on a scout badge today? Yes, genealogy. So what do you think? Was this um, something you were looking forward to or were you kind of like, why am I doing a genealogy merit badge? (laughs) Oh, why am I doing the genealogy merit badge? So You've been here a couple of hours now. You're having a chance to to hear what all this family history stuff is about. Does it... Catch your interest? Or are you still
3: figuring it out? It catches my interest because I really want to know like where I came from or like where my ancestors came from. So how much do you know now? You might, you know your parents? Do you know your grandparents and your great grandparents? I know that one side of my family came from Holland and Germany, and the other side came from like Wales and Ireland. Okay, so maybe your, at least your great-grandparents yeah. did or further back. Okay, and so
0: what have you been doing so far? I know there's a lot of different stations here. Was there one that you really enjoyed?
3: The interview because the man there was really funny. Was he? Yeah. <laughs> was he telling you his stories? Yeah. Very cool. Now, was he a genealogist or was he just somebody who lets you ask questions? Uh... I don't really know <laughs> he didn't really tell me or anything.
0: but I bet that you're getting a chance to, to figure out how, how are you gonna sit down with you know a grandparent? And get them to tell you these stories. Do you think that you'll be ready to do that when you go home? Well, first of all, I already did that. You did? That already?
3: <laughs> okay. Yeah. Great. How did they how did it go? Were they did they enjoy it? Yeah, it was funny because my um my I did my grandmother mm-hmm. and she she had a really she had a lot of stories that were funny. <laughs> really? Yeah.
0: Were you surprised at hearing about her yeah. when she was younger? Yeah. And so it's. I see you got papers here. What kinds of stuff do you have to put on
3: paper? Well, first I have a timeline, and yeah, and then I have um stuff I wrote down from the interview. From the interview, and then I just have the um, genealogy merit badge workbook, and then I have my pedigree, like my family tree thing and yeah so tell me the timeline what was the purpose for drawing out this line what are you putting on it um events that have happened in my life from when i was born to present you obviously
0: know about what happened to you do you have to put in things that happened in the country and the
3: world Yeah, um, she told me that I had to put one current event. Mm -hmm. So in 2008, I put Barack Obama um, became president, and he was the first African American president to become president. So that's something in history that happens. So when you'll be
0: talking to your grandkids, you'll be able to say, oh, I was, you know, 10 years old when Barack Obama became president. Were there any other historical events that she made note of? Um, now what year were you born? I was born in 1999. All right, so let's think. Did anything major happen between 1999 and now that you also put on here?
3: You're pondering. I can't think of anything, but... Now, you were pretty young, but have you heard of 9-11? Huh? You've heard of
0: 9-11? The 9-11 terrorist attacks that we had where they knocked down the buildings in New York? Did you hear about that? got to go home and ask mom and dad about that um and there's been what space shuttles things like that happen
3: yeah like um endeavor Mm -hmm. just launched and i actually got to see it on the launch pad because a few weeks ago like i mean at spring break we went um we went to florida and we went to Kennedy Space Center, and we got to see it on the launch pad. So not only could you say that's what happened in world history, but I was part of it. Yeah. It's pretty interesting to think that you're already such a part of history. Well, we were planning on going to see the actual launch. Yeah. But it was postponed. Did it get postponed? For later, yeah. Uh, did you watch it on TV? Yep. Okay.
0: So, you're just getting started. Um, I imagine that a timeline is something that you keep adding to, right?
3: Yep, because it goes on forever until you die. (laughs) That's right. Well, it it keeps going on forever, but not for only one person. Right. Yeah, right. But it will go on forever for, like, the whole world.
0: Well, speaking of going on forever, do you think that you'll keep... Being interested in wanting to research
3: your family history after you get your merit badge? Yeah, because even after I get my merit badge, everything keeps changing and changing, and you'll still keep wanting to know, like further back and further back, what happened. Exactly.
0: well, this looks really cool. You have a great start here. I, I'm, I'm amazed how many notes you've already taken. They've kept you pretty busy. I'm glad you had a good time. Kenton, thank you so much for coming on the podcast and telling us about
3: it. You're welcome.
0: So, tell me your name. Tim Rowe. And how old are you? I'm 12 in 6th grade. sixth grade. So what brought you to Kids Camp today?
4: Uh, My grandmother inspired me to get into genealogy, so I decided to actually come, and I have a bunch of records right here uh, that show my family's history way back into the 1700s, and I came today to learn a little bit more on how I can improve it. So has your grandmother done some of this research and kind of
0: shown you what she's been up to?
4: She actually has had a lot of the research at home and brought it to me, which I now have at my house. I can scan the pictures in. and I can put them on uh, a website called ancestry.com where I am able to like show other people what our family is like. And then if they're my cousins, I can hook up with them. And then they can edit my tree, too, so they can help me out. So you're really taking the high-tech approach to all this. In addition
0: to finding documents, you're out there getting it online. Do you enjoy that part of it?
4: Yeah, I really do. It's very fun. I love to go on. During the summer, this is usually when I'm on the entire time. You sound like me. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. So
0: show me what you've got here. How far back does this go? I see you've got a pedigree chart.
4: This doesn't go back very far. This only goes back into uh, 1880, right here it says. And It shows, ba- it shows um, my father's side of the family, which goes back to Alfred Rowe, uh, the th- one of the third generations of my uh, uh, great-great-grandfather. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, right here I have, and here on my mother's side, uh, my uh, great-great-grandfather's records when he actually came from Germany. To the United States of America, and I'm looking at this. And he, back in Germany, he didn't spell Carl like we spell today. Oh. Carl was spelled a little different in Germany. So you're finding that those names do
0: change over time, don't they? That that makes it a little trickier.
4: Yeah, like I'm like I was on there and I'm typing everything up, and then my grandmother comes over and tells me Carl's not right. You didn't spell right, and I was like, why? It's a K. And I was like why is it okay because he's from Germany they spell Carl differently oh, okay. now were you surprised did you know that he came from Germany was that something that she had already found I already knew that my family was from Germany I didn't know him specifically was from Germany uh, she showed me some documentations from some recent documents like document of death and mar- uh, yeah death and marriage which he showed me. Marriage is not on here, however, but he showed me some of the uh, death certificates that brought me. Wow, he was born in Germany, died here in the USA. Amazing.
0: I imagine from the time that he was born, he came over on one of those big ships. He didn't get on an airplane. Have you learned anything about the experience of what it might have been like to travel all the way from Europe? over here before there was ever, your, you know,
4: airplanes or, or
0: automobiles?
4: It was a lot harder, actually. Uh, my uh, great-great-grandfather didn't easily get on a ship, like, it wasn't, i buy a ticket and get on. He hit, he was a stowaway on the ship. Really? And got here into the United States. My grandmother taught me this. Uh, I don't, don't know all the details, but I know He got right on the ship, hid there, and luckily he got into the U.S. and he lived the rest of his life and had a family in New York.
0: Can you imagine stowing away on a ship? and going to some other country you've never hardly even heard of or seen? It's just going to scare me every little bit. (laughs) Makes you realize how brave they were. Do you think as you're learning about these ancestors that you're finding maybe some of those traits in yourself and in your family that maybe
4: came from these people? Yes. On my mom's side we see some of the math. I see the math uh, because I remember my, uh, my grandfather was very, very good in math, like best subject ever, ever. My mother is great at math. She forgot it though and now she has to read books to teach me some stuff. And now I'm great at math. Uh, now on my father's side of the family, math isn't the best thing. They don't do so well. Like my dad comes over, the only problem he knows how to do is measuring because he's a man. Yeah. Uh, but. I know one good subject that my uh, father's side of the family is, is history. My grandfather, who's still alive, loves, 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 loves history. He would die for history. Just loves it. And that reminds me of another thing. My history teacher in class is from England. Uh, and my grandfather, I, he's English. I don't know if, if any part of the family is from England. But I'm all I know is I think I figured this out. People from Eng- or English or from England love history. They a love lot. history. They
0: certainly have um, a very far-reaching history. Uh, I was just over in England. It was amazing to see buildings that were a thousand years old. We don't get that here in America, do we?
4: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No. Um, I remember my history teacher told me he lived in the city of Bath, New England, and in New England. That you, before you could build a house, like there weren't houses already built, his parents, they would have to build houses, but they would always have to have an archeolo- archeologist uh, sit there and if any remains were covered up and found, the people that owned the land would get very rich and those artifacts would go to the museum. Yeah,
0: that's amazing, history right at, right at your feet. So. When this is all done, are you going to continue working on the family history? Yes, all the way. So it sounds like it's a bit of a passion for you. It sounds like that you've been bitten by the genealogy bug that so many of us have been bitten. Do you think so? Yeah, a lot. And why do you think that is? Why do you think that it caught your attention?
4: Uh, I think it caught my attention because I remember like I would wake up in the morning, I'd just go watch some show. Next thing I knew, the Ancestry commercial came up, and it just got me. There's a lot of historical documents out there. I want to see if I can find some in the U.S. archives and maybe uncover them and then learn a little bit more about where I came from. Do you think it's a little
0: bit like being a detective? Yeah,
2: a little. Yeah.
0: But, but finding the, the people that are no longer here.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: Well, that's great. Is this your grandmother here with yeah. you? Grandma, come on over. Tim's pretty impressive. And how long have you been doing family history research? Oh, probably when I was
5: in my 20s. I did it when the kids were in school. I used to write letters to get birth certificates and death certificates and looked in the family old bibles and I was kind of doing it when that with you know at that time.
0: Now, how did you hear about Kids Camp and are you going to Jamboree? Tim told you about it? Don't tell me about it. How did you find out about it?
4: My uh, she's right behind you actually. Uh her name is uh, Mrs. Uh, Sparks, and she is my troop. she, well, I don't know what she is on my troop, but she tells us about all the new merit badges coming up. And so she told me about it, and I knew, and I love genealogy, so showed up. That was right up your alley. So how fun to have
0: your grandson come to you and say, let's do something family history. It's, it's been the best time that I've had,
5: that I've spent with him. Uh, sometimes when I go over there for dinner on a Saturday night, everybody goes to bed, and he and I are up at the dining room table scanning old pictures and writing things down and telling him stories, and it's it's been so much fun.
0: That's fantastic. So we've got lots of grandparents out there who are listening to this show. What would you suggest to them to help cultivate that interest in their grandkids? Oh, you know,
5: get your grandkids. Sit, sit down with them. Tell them your stories. Um, sometimes they're very fascinated with them. You know, it's what, like, when I was a kid kind of thing, you know. It's, and, and some of them are so fascinated by that. Did you really do that? You know, did that really happen, you know? I mean, it's, and it's amazing how close it brings you to them. You know, I mean we have the best time. I, I mean I can't I can't recommend that more. When I was had my young family, my dad's sisters would come down and visit him here in California. And I remember nights on weekends that we would have dinner and then we'd be up until two o'clock in the morning going my dad had a bag, a brown bag of old pictures and he gave them I asked him if I could have them. And I put them in albums. And when his sisters came down, we we were up till two o'clock in the morning. And I was writing on the back of these. And the stories that they told me, I mean, I found out that an aunt, instead of her name being Lydia, it was a different name. And that was on her pictures.
0: So just this, the things that you learn about your family is just amazing. It's like those late night discoveries. It's kind of fun. You feel like you're you're up and investigating when everybody else is cold it a night yeah, and it, it kind of it brings you back to the history
5: of your family where you came from and how how they came here and how they lived yeah I mean it's just I've just been so fascinated with it it really it's it's a joy and now I wish I had more time to do that now you know but with Tim doing it he drags
0: me into it again and it's it's wonderful fantastic you think that uh, when you're grown and you've got your own kids you'll be uh, teaching them about the family history yes exactly <laughs> Tim and Grandma, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Great talking to you. Oh, thank
5: you. This thank has you been the best day.
0: Are you looking to take the next step in your family history research and start recording your family tree in your own genealogy database? Or are you looking to make a switch to a more user-friendly genealogy software program? When my listeners and students ask me which program I prefer, I always recommend Roots Magic. It's the program I decided to make the switch to a couple of years ago, and I am so glad I did. You just won't find a more powerful genealogy software program, and building your family tree is easier than ever with the new Roots Magic 4. With Roots Magic, you can add unlimited facts, find anyone in your database with lightning speed with Roots Magic Explorer, Quickly and easily create perfectly formatted sources with the Roots Magic Source Wizard. It makes it so easy. You can create customized reports, and best of all, you can now take Roots Magic wherever your research takes you with Roots Magic to Go, which lets you run Roots Magic directly off your flash drive. And Roots Magic makes it a snap to share your family history. You know how important I think that is. It'll help you publish a book, create stunning wall charts, shareable CDs, even create websites automatically from your data. Really, what are you waiting for? Download your risk free trial of Roots Magic 4 and see why professionals and beginners alike choose Roots Magic at rootsmagic.com. Okay, so I am here at the kids' camp with Michael Rodriguez. Yes. Great. Tell me about your experience here. There's a lot of kids. You guys are really busy doing a lot of different things. How come you're here?
6: Um, because what I did at home was I gathered all the information, did extra requirements, and I brought it all into a book. And I just brought it to her, and she liked it.
0: Oh, that's great. Now, so. You did some family history work, it sounds like, then, before you came. Is this all in preparation of a merit badge, or was this something that was of personal interest to you before anything to do with Boy Scouts?
6: Um, Before this merit badge, I wanted to do it, but I never had a reason to. And now, because of the merit badge, it became, now I had a reason to, so it became easier to find my family history.
0: Yeah. I find that so true for anybody, no matter what age. It's like, unless you have a purpose, it's hard to kind of get it going. What was the first thing that you did to prepare your book to bring it here? What what did you first look for?
6: Uh, what I did was I called my family members. I went on the internet, looked up my name, and just looked, at, looked went tried to find libraries and looked at my family history.
0: Wow, that's great. Now, did you already know your grandparents, your great-grandparents? How far back did you already know and then go from there?
6: I already knew from my parents, my grandparents, but I had to call people and find out history from my great-grandparents.
4: Yeah.
6: And then were you able to go further back in documents or is that
0: what you're working on here?
6: No, uh, that was about it, but after this merit badge, I'm going to continue and see how far I can go.
0: Great. So what have you been doing here? I, I know they have a couple of different tables, places where you do different activities. What's caught your interest the most?
6: The the one where you have to talk to a, a genealog- genealogist. Yeah. Great. So that was actually really fun. I got to learn about what they do. And so um, what did
0: they tell you? Did they give you some tips on kind of how to pursue it after this
6: yes they did they said you can go to libraries that have genealogical documents and you can also there's some websites that have some information on families' history
0: it's amazing how much is already online have have you already checked out sites like ancestry
6: yeah actually that was the first website i went on ancestry.com i put um i made a family tree and it actually made uh, organizing my family history a lot easier.
0: It's kind of cool when you can visualize it, isn't it? Where you can see it. Do you have photographs from your family that you've been able to put in the tree?
6: Um, no, but I have uh, pictures, but I don't have any on the computer.
0: Oh, okay. So maybe come down the road.
6: Well, now, how far along are you in the whole program as far as
0: your badges? And are you thinking about being an Eagle Scout? What's your plan?
6: I'm going to become an Eagle Scout. Um, what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to get as much merit badge as I can. So right now I have like 10. So I need a few more to go. Maybe like 11. And so how old are you? 13. Wow. So
0: how long does that take? Well, when would you expect to achieve something like that?
6: The earliest I would say 15 or 16.
0: Yeah. It's a big job, isn't it? Yes. It sounds like you're, you're learning so much along the way, and it would be kind of cool if family history became something that stayed with you your whole life. Do you think that the other kids here are picking up on it and enjoying it? How do you think kids respond when they first hear about, let's check out your family history?
6: They probably mean like parents and grandparents, because that's what I would think. Mm -hmm. I I wouldn't try to go farther than my grandparents.
0: Do you think that it's worth the time and effort that it takes? You know, why you'd want to know your great-grandparents or great-great-grandparents?
6: Actually, it could be because because you don't know if you're related to someone that's famous. You could be related to Lewis and Clark. You can be related to Sacagawea.
0: Yeah. yeah.
6: So it's, it's really fun. And
0: sometimes you get surprised. You find out that people way back long ago have the same traits or the same interests that you do. So lots of things to discover. Michael, thank you so much for being on the podcast and sharing your experience. I'm pretty impressed with how far you've, you've come. It sounds like you're uh, well on your way to your Eagle Scout. Thanks. All right, now I was just talking to Kenton, and you are related to him, correct? What's your name? Leah and how old are you?
3: 9 Oh wait, sorry. How old? 12
0: How old? Nine? Nine, 9 Yeah. Okay. And you have a friend here. Tell me your name. Jennifer. And how old are you? 9 Both 9. Okay. So, how come you're here? What brought you to kids camp? My brother. <laughs> because he's a scout? Yeah. Okay. And so, have you guys been doing some of the activities even though you're not scouts? What? Have you been doing some of the activities, even though
3: you're not Scouts? Um, no. Not you're not doing much. anything I was just doing my journal thingy. Oh, okay. Well,
0: now journals are part of our family history. Yeah. What do you want to say? Uh, I did the little jar and the journal. Now I heard her talking about the jar. What was the jar? That
3: you put this uh. A paper, and you uh, cut the strips, and you fold it like a fortune cookie inside the jar. And each day you pick it up and see what it and see the paper, and you write it down in your journal. So, does the paper have like a question that it asks
0: you to that you could write about? Yeah. 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 So. Um, did you make up the questions or did somebody else make them up?
3: Someone else made them up.
0: So, what's a question that you would have written about in your journal? Uh... Like, what's your favorite hobbies or something? I guess so. Something like that? Like things about you? Mhm yeah, I know you said, Leah, that you have a
3: journal. Are yeah. you writing about yourself or what are you writing about myself? Okay, and I'm writing about the most embarrassing times and like injuries and a whole bunch of stuff and, you know, my favorite animals and well, now,
0: in talking to Kenton and talking to some of the other scouts, they were saying how much fun it was to hear funny stories from grandparents. So you're already writing down yours for your future grandchildren, yeah. right? Yeah. So you can share them. Yes. Have you did this interview with my brother? I have not. Is that your brother right there with Kenton? Yes. Yeah, oh, we'll have to get him over. Now, he's a scout too. He just- All right, tell us your name. David Shin. And David, I assume you're related to this lovely young woman, Jennifer. Okay. <laughs> so, are you working on a scout merit badge too? Yes. There's a lot of stations
6: here. What have you enjoyed doing? Uh, doing the timeline and doing... Uh, it was kind of like the author who wrote that book. I was interviewing him. I mean, kind of like an interview thing. It was kind of really funny. Really? Uh. Is that the guy
0: that you were interviewing, Kenton? The funny guy? Okay. So, David and Kenton are best friends. Now, you did a timeline. Did you come up with any things that happened
6: in history during your lifetime? Um, like when I met him and also when Obama was elected as president.
0: Uh-huh. Anything else that happened during your lifetime?
6: Almost died of a shock of electrical cord accident.
0: You? Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. And so that would be an important event that you'd put on your timeline. Do you write in your journal about that? Are you doing the journals like Leah and Jennifer? Um, no, I'm just writing it on the timeline. I think we're doing it later.
3: Oh, okay.
0: Yeah, it's, it's funny. You know, here you guys were. you're 9, you're 11, and you're already, he's, how, you're 12? He's 11. You're, yes.
3: Uh, his birthday is a few months before.
0: Ah, <laughs> uh, so he's the older one. Yes, Jennifer.
3: I got stitches because I had this bottle
4: and part of the glass scraped my leg. You know what's so interesting
0: is that when I was nine stuff happened to me and I already forget when I get older so you guys aren't going to forget because you're going to already have your stories. David, now are you going to keep doing family history when this is all over? Probably. Yeah? Yeah. have there been any surprises and things that you found? Yes, yeah, like my
6: grandparents' name and also my mom's mm, last name, which was really unexpected. What was it? Mock. No, Mock.
0: Mock. Okay. Muck. Didn't see that coming,
6: huh? <laughs> uh-huh. And also my grandparents' and my grandfather's name is actually, his middle name is Soon. It's really spelled like the normal Soon.
0: These are probably names that you're not as familiar with that just kind of popped up and, and you're having to learn all about all these new names. And Another guy was telling us that they're spelled different in different countries, so there's a lot to keep track of. Are you keeping good notes like Kenton? Well, I guess, but I think he wrote better than mine. <laughs> all right, you guys. Well, good luck. I hope you get your merit badge. Get to busy. Thank you very much. Anything else from you ladies? Uh, no. no, she's done. All right, see you later. Thanks. <laughs>
7: Let me see. What are you looking at? It's
0: family.
7: Beautiful
0: All right, now,
7: tell me your name. My name is Marilyn Sparks. This is actually my husband's family. Wow. Now this looks um.
0: A sepia tone. It looks weathered. Has it been around for a while?
7: We just found it in my father-in-law's garage. He had a box of my husband's things and he said, hey, think you might like this. So he gave it to my husband and we've got dates as early as 1847, 1838. So I was just asking Miss Elise here, where do I go from here? And- Elise is a good person to ask.
0: Um, now, I imagine when she came up to you and showed you this, you went, oh, I wish I could Pretty have much. one of these. Pretty much. I re- I'm very, very jealous at the moment. So what do you tell somebody who comes to you and, and has a really beautifully written-out pedigree chart? Obviously, there's still blanks.
2: What do, you, what do you tell them to do first? Well, your focus is on military research. So, And since you really want to have your children go in the DAR and the NS, um, NSAR, my suggestion would be to look for military records. You can find Revolutionary War records, some of them are online but most of them you're going to have to order from the National Archives in DC. Um, they are kind of pricey, I'll be honest. Um write well, a letter? There's a form if you go on the National Archives website there's a form that you print out, you fill it out as much as you can and then you send it to them. Um, the first place I'd suggest you look, especially since McMurrayan might be a bit of a common name.
7: Well, he was um, mayor. Oh, he was the second governor of Texas. So it might be interesting to look in the DAR's
0: catalog, you know, because oftentimes what we find is Somebody else has already researched that Revolutionary War soldier, right. and if you can identify that's your person, then what you have to do is prove that you truly are related all the way that's back to what I'm that.
7: I'm trying person. to find where do I go because I've got a lot of names, mm-hmm. but very few. Documents. Yeah.
0: You're going it sounds like it's that documents, isn't it? It's sourcing each piece of information that goes directly to him mm-hmm. so you can prove it. Right. Yeah. right.
2: yeah. Your key is gonna be to prove a relationship between each person leading up to him. So from you to your parents, from whichever parent you're talking about to their parents, and on and on and on. And that's through birth
7: and marriage certificates
2: and death, and you
7: start
0: with yourself and you work your way backwards, right? Okay.
2: Yeah, especially if you know that he served in the Revolutionary War. Check um, familysearch.org. They have um, the Revolutionary War Index on there, so if if he signed up for a pension, Mm -hmm. there's an index, and if you have the index, it'll be a lot easier to order his actual pension file. The cool thing about the files is that People often wrote letters to prove that they were in the war. Because you didn't really, no one really handed you a piece of paper saying, here, you're in. You kind of just said, I'm in. Right. So people wrote letters, which are really neat. Sometimes they send in pictures. There's a couple of people that have found pictures, which are really
7: cool. Well, what I like, um, I'm glad with the Civil War, is that we know what infantry... We've got some very specific information, so I'm hoping in some sort of record there's his parents' information since, that we could... Since you know where in what regiment he might have
0: served, there's a website called the Civil War Soldiers and Sailors System. It's put on by the National Parks Department, I believe, through the U.S. government. And what's wonderful is a lot of those regimental histories... You know, they all sat down before they passed away and and wrote what step-by-step happened to them and who the men were in their groups. And you might very well find some great stuff right online. In this book,
7: there was actually a Confederate soldier club that (laughs) met, and there are pictures in here. And what's that book you're looking at? This book is called Locksburg: The First 100 Years. And so we know that uh, his family had a plantation in South Carolina, Alabama, and then the war pushed him out, and they ended up in Arkansas. And so they set up family-owned the mercantile, and it's a very small. The church has uh, a window with the family name underneath, things like that. And it's... Um, the Garden Club. Here's that Confederate, the reunion of Confederate veterans, and it shows everyone who's in the picture. So that's another little piece, but I don't know when they did this book, where did they get? Their research.
0: What are their sources? And and Elise, that's really true, isn't it? When you're going to do something like getting your DAR, you really do have to prove, and you have to prove each and every. So it's really kind of go back to the beginning, start with yourself, follow that line, document it, and prove the relationships. And then it's funny, jump to the end see if somebody else has already done them and you may find that they've done them up to 1900. <laughs> and then you can bridge that. Exactly, isn't that? There's no point in recreating the wheel. There's a good reason to verify it, but maybe not to recreate
3: it.
0: <laughs> well this is, what a gem to come sit down at your table, Elise. I have to
2: call you for this because well, when she pulled this out I was in shock. These are just stories,
7: family stories about sitting in the back porch. Your great grandmother remembered the first flashlight.
2: Oh, oh my gosh, that's so neat. <laughs> oh, fantastic.
7: It's just story after story. Now, you must have a child here. I do. I do, my little man. And so, is, and this a, a scout. is this a project you might be pulling him into then? Well, he wasn't too interested in it. But when I pulled out his great grandparents' marriage certificate, he saw a Lieutenant. What? And I said, oh yeah, he was a lieutenant in the Air Force, and he won the Bronze Star. We've got all that documentation. And and I said, I've got all kinds of little tidbits for you. I was texting his grandma. Because we're filling in the pedigree chart asking where is she where she was born. Naval hospital. Well boys love that.
0: So I say Hey, even the flashlight, you pull out a flashlight and say, We're gonna go find what our connection is to this.
7: So I think it's so fascinating, um, and I'm hoping that they will too. And I said, you know, someday your grandson may be sitting here doing something and so let's get all this stuff together so that it's all done for them, and they just have to focus on the stories. We've d- we'll do all the work. They <laughs> get to be
0: detectives. do you think, at least, uh, the kids just love being detectives. They
7: totally but, do. Yeah, I'm so, <laughs> so excited. Now I just need an income to support my hobby, right? You let me and Elise know when you figure what that, how to do please that. Thank you, please do. <laughs> thank you for sharing. Oh, thank you. This has been really fun. I know it was a Boy Scout merit badge, but I learned a lot today. <laughs>
0: don't have much to add to this episode. Uh, The kids spoke for themselves, and weren't they incredibly articulate? Wow. Hats off to Charlotte and her team of Kids Camp instructors who accomplished what so many of us wish that we could do, help the young people in our lives catch the genealogy bug. All right, I'm, I'm off to play with my grandson Davey and tell him a few family history stories. Thanks for listening, friend. I'll talk to you soon.